Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another amazing episode of the Visibility... All right, guys, we're going to cut right here. (laughs) I'm going to start up. Hey, guys, and welcome to another amazing episode of the Visibility Playground Podcast. I am your host, Carrie Thomas Amaro. Today, we have someone that is very special. I met her, I want to say like in 2020 at FHL, and I have just seen her blossom and grow and just really shine her light bright. So we're going to cue the intro, and then we will be back. Hey guys, Carrie here, and welcome to the Visibility Playground Podcast. The podcast that shares visibility journeys of entrepreneurs and teaches listeners how to use visibility to build their brand and attract an audience of raving fans and customers. Every week, we will be bringing you stories and advice from entrepreneurs who've achieved visibility success, as well as helpful tips and strategies to help you grow and scale your business and really get it in the way that you always wanted. So join us and let's create a world where your story of your business is seen and heard. How are you? I am amazing. Thanks for having me on. It's wonderful to see your face. I know. Like, I like it's funny because if I I think about it, like I'm like, you were one of the first people because I started my business in 2019. And I always like to say that I had like I I really feel like I started in 2020 when I went to FHL because I saw everybody like just doing amazing, having their message down. I was, they were like, Carrie, what do you do? Uh 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 <laughs> And I was like, okay, I need to get it together. And you're that per- you're one of the people that I met. Actually, I want to say we were sitting with Mark Stern and yes. you were yes. at and we were all talking together, and I was like, love her, love Mark, I'm sold. Um, and it's been amazing ever since. Yes, yes. You have an amazing spirit. I just, I think that's what attracted me to you is your energy and you're just always positive. And I love that about you. Oh, thank you so much. So, and you know what? I felt the same way back then when people were asking me what I was doing. Um, I was going to stop cavities, right? Um, And as a dental hygienist, I learned that you had to brush, floss, and um, visit your dentist to stop that. And during this whole journey, I've learned that there's a lot more. So when you talk about visibility, you have to put yourself out there because a lot of times what you think you're going to do and what you end up doing are going to be something different. But you have to put yourself out there and go through that journey to figure that out. And that's really what it's all about. And I feel like a lot of times as entrepreneurs, in our head, we feel like it should just make sense. Like, we're like, we know what we do. It's amazing. So, like, why can't other people get it? Like, why can't they get what, we, what the gifts that we're giving them? And then it's like going through that journey of being like, okay, I'm not going to be, like, everybody's not going to get it. Like, I need to figure out a way to communicate my message so they can understand. And I think right before we jumped on, you were talking about understanding, especially, and I feel like this is a big situation for a lot of people, is understanding how to communicate your message when you have what I called um, subset clients. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, my client is actually a subset. Like, so what I mean by subset clients is like, let's say that you're, um, that, We'll use, we'll use Sherry as an example, is her clients are children, but she knows that she has to tap into the mother first, and then that subset client is underneath. So she has to appeal to the mother, but then also when she gets the child there, she also has to 
build be able to build that rapport in that relationship there as well. So it's understanding how to create those two messages. I would say one that I see a lot of times where a lot of people struggle is when it's teenagers because teenagers have their own voice and ideas. So it's like you're like, should I like should I talk to them because like they can probably persuade their parents or should I just talk to the parents? And it's being able to understand how to communicate both of those messages. And a lot of times what I tell people, and I think this is what you've done, is you create different content that speaks to everybody. Right. Right. Which is hard. (laughs) (laughs) And that's where the journey comes in. Right. So I started talking to everyone and we know that when you talk to everyone, you talk to no one. So you have to like narrow it down. And even though I knew who I was talking to, I'm not, I know who I want to serve, but I'm not talking to the kids because they don't understand what's going on. So you know, so that's where you have to transform your message because you're right. I'm talking to the parents because the parents ultimately need to see what's happening with their kids in order to fix it. And when I started on this journey, when we met, I wanted to heal cavities. I had a box that, you know, helped you brush your kids teeth and I still sell that box. Um, and it's still part of my journey, but now I know that cavities, there's more. So I had to learn how to break my content down and put it out differently on different platforms for who I wanted to get to. And then someone said, you're doing too much, but I'm not because you repurpose the content in order to get the different clients and get your message out there. So oh, you just did it. Say, say, say that again for the people in the back. You said somebody said you were doing too much. And you said what? I'm not. <laughs> and I love that because I feel like so many times people, even friends, even colleagues, even mentors, they'll tell us that, like, I get it all the time, Carrie, you're doing a lot. But the thing is, me doing a lot, it makes sense for my people. It makes sense for me. And it feels good for me because I know that I'm tapping into the people. And I feel like one of the biggest things on, I say, like, when it comes to your visibility journey is having that self-awareness and saying I'm not, because so many people would have said, well, maybe I am doing too much. And I did. <laughs> I did. I had a Facebook group. I was going live. I had done a hundred lives. I had so many followers. And one of my mentors said, it's not on Facebook. Don't do Facebook anymore. And um, so I started with doing Instagram. And then, you know, that another person said, you don't have a message. Like you're just marketing. You shouldn't be educating. Well, what I do, I have to educate because people don't know this, right? I didn't know it a few years ago. So I have to educate. People have to know what I'm talking about. And so all of this stuff that I was being told, it didn't work for me, but it took me probably two years to figure out that I needed to listen to me because I knew it was right for me and my clients. And I needed to stop with the noise and I needed to only follow one person and I needed to get focused. And I was listening to all these people who were successful, but they were successful in different ways and they had a different path. My path needs to be my path and I need to listen. Now that I cut everyone else out and I'm listening to what's right for me, things are starting to flow and do better. (laughs) And it's it's funny too, because like to get into that idea of knowing how to follow your own path, like what was that kind of like catalyst moment for you where you were like, you know what? Like I can't, I, I can't keep listening to all these people. So I had breast cancer. Um, and when I had breast cancer, I stopped everything. So I'm teaching people how to be healthy, but I wasn't healthy myself. And so it's hard to help others 
um, when you need to help yourself. I needed to be healthy. And what I learned through this whole journey is that when you're sick, you can't help anyone else. Mm-hmm. And so through that journey, um, I learned what was it that caused me sick and that there's a root cause and that our healthcare system treats symptoms and they treat that one symptom that you're having. They don't look at the cause. They don't look at everything as a whole. So I think when I went through that, um, I realized that I was saying the wrong things with my message, that I was focusing on one little thing because they say the riches are in the niches. But that's the problem is we focus on one little thing, but we don't realize how to put it all together when it comes to our health. And so I laid in bed for a few months recovering and all these things just started coming to me because I had to stop. People were now taking care of me. I wasn't going to work. And that epiphany was like, oh my gosh, health is wealth. Because if you don't have your health, you can't do anything. You can't help anyone you're just helping yourself and you're spending all of your wealth getting your health back. That was my epiphany. It's, it's crazy that you say that too, because I feel like a lot of times under, and I feel like this is a trend that I've been seeing, especially after COVID is this trend of people realizing that it's not the symptoms anymore. It's being able to look at that holistic view and asking yourself like, okay, like for us, there's people that want want more revenue, but why do they want more revenue? Or why or why is their revenue struggling? It's because they need to fix their visibility. Mm-hmm. So if I can tell you all the things to do to, to like create increase your sales, but if you're if the eyes don't see it, what's the purpose? Exactly. The exactly. So that's for us. They were like, okay, I was like, I'm gonna focus on visibility. I'm like, visibility has branding, it has marketing, it has sales, it has all of that. But it's being able to look at the whole idea of everything and saying, I'm not going to just focus on this one piece that they they might be preaching about or talking about. Yes, they're talking about they want to increase their sales. But is that really where their problem lies? Is that really the root cause of what's causing them this sales issue? Yeah. If nobody knows you and nobody knows what you do, how are they going to buy anything from you? They're not buy anything. It's like that person that says, you know, like, I will build it and they will come. <laughs> They don't come because they don't know you built it, right? They don't know you're out there. You need the visibility. And so my daughter's like, mom, you really need to be on TikTok because those are the people that are going to want what you're doing. And I'm like, TikTok, that's one more thing. And it's funny because like I tell people, it's one, I always say like, when it comes to understanding what your visibility is, is one looking at what platforms are going to serve you. And and like, and I say a lot of times, look at it in terms of your offers, like what are your offers and what platforms are going to serve you based off the offers that you have. So I know for you, you have the academy, you have your box. I feel like TikTok will be great for your box because it's quick actions. But when it comes to maybe some more higher ticket things, it might be a longer game. So I would just focus in on TikTok for brand awareness. Right. But people have to understand it's all I always say it's all about having intention about what you're doing. And yeah. I think that's one thing that you do really well at is you have intention about what you do. So when it comes to like making these decisions, you're like, does this really make sense for me right now? Okay, <laughs> let me let me get this tight and then I'll maybe slot over here and do yeah. something over here. Like for you, you said you started with um, the Facebook group. You have a podcast. Yeah. As you've been doing a year now and you're like, it's the easiest thing that you did because you batched. 
but to like imagine if you were doing that doing tiktok trying to figure out youtube all at the same time you would be like running around with your head cut off that's what right. i do and i get mad at myself every time i'm like why did i do this to myself <laughs> Well, that's good about you doing this, right? Because that's what I learned with the podcast was when I didn't want to be on camera, I could record the podcast, but then I could take little clips of it and put it on Facebook, put it on YouTube, put it. So I'm only recording it once, right? Mm -hmm. And then you break it up and you repurpose that content. So you're not running around like a chicken with your head cut off and you don't feel like you're doing too much then because you're only recording it once. Only doing it once, and it's funny. I was telling I was telling our boys. I was like, we call them. They're both both of their names are Vaughn, so we call them um, the Vaughns or the boys. So I was telling the boys, and I was like, hey, that means I don't have to have that many more content days now because we have like all these. Pot-. And they were like, here, you probably need to have content days. I was like, maybe every other month. <laughs> As I sit on seventy reels that we haven't published yet, <laughs> right. I think you have a lot of content you could repurpose. So <laughs> I know, like that's literally like my thing is like I just need to. I'm just gonna start putting it out there. I'm gonna just get, sit down one day and just like schedule everything and just share it all out. And then once we run out, then I'll be like, okay, new content. What do you need from me? Yeah, for me, practice what I preach when it comes to my health. Right, I'm really great at telling people how to be healthy and what they need to do and look at their mouth because I love to your body, but practicing what you preach with the visibility and getting it out there. And, you know, sometimes we know what we need to do, but we, we hoard the information because we don't want people to see or judge us or whatever, but people need the content that you're putting out. So you just need to put it out. And the people like, I mean, build it, they'll come. The people that are right for you will come to you. No, I, I completely agree. It's funny. I always tell people that I feel like I make so much content that it becomes overwhelming to, to like schedule out. Cause you're like, I need to schedule 50 posts. <laughs> Can I do well, I forget week? what I did? Do you ever forget what you did? Because you've you've done so much that you don't know. Yeah. It's like it's funny because it's almost like new levels, new devils. So you're like, okay, I created so much now that now like the scheduling part is like overwhelming. So like we have somebody that's actually helping us um with the scheduling. I think we scheduled out all the way to the end of the month. And I felt like super accomplished. Um, we did all that. We scheduled all our emails. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm so proud of myself. Like, I'm doing all my things. Because, like, for us, especially when, like, one thing that I would say is one thing that I did, and I feel like it plays a big part into my visibility, is when I first started the business, I um, took, and I think you probably heard about it, too, the strength, the strengths finders test. Mm-hmm. So I took that test. And, like, a lot of the stuff that's in terms of like posting every day and all that stuff is actually like one of my weaknesses. And it's not even that I don't want to do it. It's that like that's it doesn't hit my brain until the end of the day. And then I'm like, oh, man. And then I got to go download the video and then do create the caption and then like post it. I'm like, huh, so much work. <laughs> but if you're organized and you schedule it. And, and you that's know, why I mean, we start scheduling stuff. Yeah. You can make a Google Doc. Um, I like um, Airtable. Um, I like the way Airtable looks too. It, I feel like yeah. it makes it easy, just the way like the aesthetic of it makes mm-hmm. it easy. So I tell everybody what we use right now is I think it's Metro Tool, Metro Tool, and I like it because it lets you um, schedule Reels, TikToks, um, 
your Pinterest, LinkedIn, Facebook. Of course, not your personal page. I hope they bring that back one day, but I don't think they ever will. Uh, <laughs> they let you schedule all of that. And then what I do, just because of algorithms, I will still post manually my reels and TikToks just because. And then also, this is a, this is a secret for the people out there. You can now schedule your reels in Instagram. Yes. Yeah, that's a new feature. I do yeah. it on Hootsuite, but yeah. So if you go yeah. to advanced settings in your reels, like when you're scheduling, when you're posting your reels, it'll give you a time and date when to schedule. So that's what that's, that's awesome. been fun too. That's been exciting. So get on it, guys. Yeah, I haven't done that. I just do the I do those live, but I'm working on that. That's where it is. I was like, when I thought I was like, it's like there's no excuse now, Carrie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying to get back to consistent because I was posting every day um, before the cancer. And so now now I'm starting to get back. But my, my message changed, too, because I learned so much through that whole health crisis situation. So now I'm looking at the whole body versus just the mouth. I'm looking at how it's connected, what you can do, what you need to look at and how important that is. I feel wow. like I feel like the mouth plays a, such a huge part of just your digestive it system does. and things like that. So. Is is actually really powerful and interesting to learn about and stuff like that. Okay, so my next question um, is: Did you ever have any fears about putting yourself out there, sharing your message, especially because I know for you, you still are in your corporate role? Yes, yes, I'm. I still have a full time nine to five job, um, and so. Yeah. I mean, when I went live, I was afraid to go live. I didn't like how I looked. I was afraid people were going to judge me. Um, I would, you know, do a whole bunch of different takes. I'd delete it and do it again and delete it and do it again. And then I realized that it didn't matter. People are going to judge you no matter what. And I felt like this was important to get out there. And what I have learned through this whole process is you really do need to just put it out there because you get better as you go along and you kind of find your voice and learn who you are and learn what to say. And then people do make content comments about it. And then you know which path you should go, what they want to know more about. So if you don't put yourself out there, you never know. But if you truly want to make a business out of it, you have to put yourself out there. And it's scary. But I mean, if you do the same thing you've always done, you'll get the same thing you've always got, right? So you just have to make the decision and just do it. And then it gets easier each time. Okay. I, I actually really love that. The last question that I have, and then I want people to know where they can find you, is what advice would you give to the Sherry of 2020? <laughs> the Sherry of 2020, I would say trust your instincts. Um, you you know what you want to do. You know what you want to put out. Just Just do it. Don't let that doubt, your ego, your fears get the better of you. Just go for it. I love that. I love that so much. Just go for it. Or like when Nike says, just do it. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sherry, where can people find you? So um, you, I have a, a website, Dental Hygiene 411. And then if you just go to my name, Sherry Wirtz, S-H-E-R-E-E-W-E-R-T-Z.com um, backslash social. It has all of my links of everything I do, my YouTube, my podcast, um, how to work with me, everything. 
I love that so much. Guys, I hope you get to see why I feel like Sherry is such an amazing human. Um, I know that you learned some stuff. I really, one thing that I love about this podcast is like, it always goes somewhere else and you never know where it's going to go. And I feel like this one was really inspirational of just like really trusting your insides and saying like what feels right and sticking to that. So guys, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to um, cue the intro. And then after that, I get to hang out with Sherry for a little bit and I'll see you guys later. Thank you. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Visibility Playground podcast. If you're now like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to dive into my visibility, or you're just like, I just want to assess where I am in my visibility journey, take the Visibility Vitals Check Quiz. You can go to www.visibilityvitalquiz.com. I will make sure that I put it in the show notes, but make sure that you go take the quiz, DM me, let me know how it went. Talk soon.